And Dr. Eric Haas is with us from the class of 2002. Shalom, welcome to you. Thanks. Where are you from originally? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Nice. And then your education? I was in the first class of MSIH, the very first class, graduated 2002. I would think that that way it might it, it might get someone to hesitate to join a first year program. How did how um, did you? Uh... People have told me I have an adventurous uh, spirit, <laughs> and it worked uh, out. Huh? It was definitely an adventure, um, but I don't regret it. And how did that happen? Like, how were you even aware of the fact that this school was opening and that the program was going to become a real program? Um, I was looking for different medical schools. I considered programs programs in the states. And uh, to be honest with you, I saw Professor Glick on uh, the interview and something just clicked. He has a way it. about that, huh? I think he does, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, what, uh, and you're a specialist in pediatrics, I'm, uh, uh, infectious diseases, triple boarded. public health, meaning all these different areas, mm-hmm. your expertise. And yeah. are, you, are you in Beersheba? Where are you? I live in Beersheba. I married a Beersheba girl, Israeli. Wow, that's pretty. We have cool. six children, and are you? And where are you working? This all. And happens? I work in Jerusalem. I'm the head of immunizations for the Ministry of Health. Wow, so that oh, this is and this is who Dr. Dotkus was referring okay. to earlier. You know that your your area of study is a very uh, is a is a much discussed area these days. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. Uh, could we get your expert opinion on on vaccinations and uh, um, yeah. and its importance? Not a problem. Um, First of all, I think that vaccinations have a lot to do with uh, global health and public health in general. Right. Um, I Just uh, to make keep it short, um, I think vaccination is one of the most important decisions a parent can make for their children, and they have a key role in uh, promoting and preventing uh, promoting health and preventing disease. And uh, so it's really important to vaccinate. I hope all of your listeners uh, internalize that message. Well, I know all don't, frankly, and uh, it's become a major issue. And why do you think now? Why do you think we're in an environment where this has become such a, uh, a, I don't want to say controversial, but I don't know what other word to use, has been such a much talked about topic these days? I think it's fair to say that it's controversial. Um, uh, Vaccines are different than most uh, areas of medicine, where if you have a successful vaccination program, you stop seeing the disease that you're vaccinated against. So whereas our parents and grandparents knew what polio was and knew what measles was and maybe knew what diphtheria was, um, we and our children don't know that. So now you're doing a medical intervention for a disease that you might never have heard of or might never have seen or think that you're not actually at risk for getting. However, the controversy is that when you stop vaccinating even small proportions of the population, you're at risk for outbreaks. And that's Are you at the forefront of this battle in Israel or you are able to stay away from the politics of this whole debate? Um, I, I work in the Division of Epidemiology and I'm in charge of all vaccine preventable diseases and vaccines. So right. I'm very much involved. No, but, right, but meaning that you, uh, it, 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 is it your department that is demanding all the schools, all the uh, institutions, all the doctors, you know, hop on the vaccination bandwagon? Uh, we write the vaccine recommendations, so and they have to be followed. I think those it's are fair guidelines, to say that. Um, not guidelines. There's a law, I, I assume. There, right? there, there's no law for mandatory vaccination ah. in Israel. For healthcare workers, there's certain areas that they're not allowed to work in if they're not vaccinated. Um, we are considering making it a law in Israel. Um, our vaccination rates are very high without the law, or without there being a law. So uh, we're considering the various logistic uh, challenges of implementing a, a new law. Tell me about the challenge of being in the first graduating class of a new medical school. Um, I definitely think that we sort of didn't know, we didn't have the same track record that the, um, the students have now. So we weren't sure, we thought we were um, learning the same things that we needed to be learning if we were in school in the States. Um, we had the um, 
uh, benefit of being able to um, impact the curriculum and sort of give input to teachers. So in the average medical school in the States, you don't talk to your dean and give him feedback <laughs> on how he's doing. But in our school, um, we do that. Like, And I think that's still very much part of the school, that um, that communication is open. And that fits with what uh, uh, Professor Glick talked about, about the doctor who's not just a physician, but also a person. Um, so we definitely had a lot more ability to impact our studies. Um, I can tell you that when we went back to the States, other than um, pronouncing uh, various uh, medical words <laughs> with an Israeli accent. You like my observation about yeah, that. Huh? <laughs> um, um, nobody ever gave us the impression that we didn't know as much or that we weren't as good. Um, the opposite. Um, we, everyone told us that they knew that Israel had a high standard of care. And when you see what other people learned and how they operated, we only had... Um, advantages. Um, mm -hmm. For example, um, people have told me and uh, other graduates that our ability to take an interview translated is vastly superior to um, most American medical graduates, despite the diversity that they all have. Um, that's something that we learn what's called from day one. All right, listen, Absolutely. as somebody who's in government, you are the right person to ask this question. You know how the world is constantly looking to Israel for, to solve their problems. Water problems in Africa. Um, the, the people from the Far East are coming to Israel to invest in Israeli companies and to not solve a problem, but to hop aboard the technological boom that Israel has created. Are there countries that officially are turning to Israel for medical help, that officially turn to Israel for either their medical technology or their, um, or their expertise when it comes to certain areas of medicine? Um, I believe that there are. Um, I can't give you too many details. I can tell you that in the world of vaccines, which is right. um, That's my world. basic world, um, um, other countries look to see which vaccines we've put it, we've uh, incorporated into our system. They know that if we've sort of, you know, uh, gone with a certain vaccine, then the the intellectual and the um, the medical knowledge is there. So I, I do think we're a leader in various medical specialties and um, there's sort of the innovative and adventurous spirit and willingness to um, take chances and uh, really help people's health on a global scale. Very much appreciate you being here today. Thank you. A pleasure meeting you. Dr. Eric Haas, everybody. He is the first, a member of the first graduating class of the Medical School for International Health at Ben Gurion University. Joined us here on a, uh, a Thursday morning broadcast.